up, world? It's your girl, Kelsey Nicole, and you are now tapped in, tuned in to Made Famous TV. Made Famous TV. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Shamika, and you are now tuned into Made Famous TV. And right now, I am sitting down with the lovely Kelsey Nicole. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good hanging in there. Let's talk about this setup I'm seeing in the background here. Looks like you're in a hair salon. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yes, I um, I am a stylist. Okay. Um, it has been my bread and butter um, okay. and a great skill to have throughout my journey as an artist and, you know, tell it, you know, in, in any film, music, entertainment industry stuff can be very up and down. And mm -hmm. uh, being a master cosmetologist, having my license as a stylist has definitely kept me in great places financially, regardless of um, the hiatuses that might occur pursuing entertainment industry endeavors. So, Absolutely. Now, have you always been into cosmetology, even as you were starting music, or is this something that just kind of came along? Well, I always did hair. As a kid, um, okay. I was the kid doing the, the boys in the neighborhood's hair. My two oldest brothers, they wore braids, and that was back when, like, Iverson braids were, you know, a thing, right. you know, so... Um, I would watch my one of my older sisters do my brother's hair, and mm -hmm. she wasn't around to do it. I would do his hair, and he'd go out in, in the streets, and other people would inquire. So that's where it started. And also with me um, being a, a child of nine siblings, um, we didn't have the luxury of going to the salon all the time, you know, with a single mother with 10 kids. It just So I started doing my own hair very early on. Um, because you know, I can always get my hair done and I would do, I would, I've always been really creative mm -hmm. and so I would do my own hair and other people want their hair done. So I started early in my teens kind of making money doing hair and it was always a desire for me, mm -hmm. um, to, cause it was an expression of my artistry and being creative as well. So I always enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I finally, once I turned about 21, I finally went to hair school. I wanted to do it in high school. Mm -hmm. um, they had a program where you can go to school half the day and go to cosmetology school the other half. Mm -hmm. um, but we couldn't afford it. So I, I waited until I was old enough. And I went to Empire Beauty School, got my license. And I've been, I've been doing hair ever since. That's dope. That's dope. You said the um, nine siblings, because I was going to ask you about that because I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always wonder what it would be like if I had a brother or sister and you have nine. So tell me what it was like growing up in a household with uh, nine other siblings. Well, um, never a dull moment. <laughs> <laughs> never a dull moment. Um, I think it was nice to always have someone there. Mm -hmm. um, I think the way my mom laid it all out, it was uh, beneficial beneficial for her, you mm -hmm. know, to have such older siblings, you know, to look after us when she had to do what she needed to do to make sure we were good. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, you have you have those sisterhoods and brotherhood relationships, brothers keeper, sisters keeper relationships, mm -hmm. and uh, it was it was good. I I wouldn't I wouldn't take it back. You know, mm -hmm. I. 
I have a child and he's an only child and I see how boring that can be. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm happy that I, <laughs> I had the opportunity to have a lot of people around. I, I think it, 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 it created in me, mm-hmm. um, a kind of loner personality mm-hmm. because, uh, when there's always something going on, there's this sense, this thing in you that always wants to escape. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming up in that environment as an adult, I think that I am really, um, I like my solitude. I like, <laughs> I like the moments when I am alone because I went so long with never having a moment of being by myself. And I'm, I'm lucky number seven, but I was always the kid. I was kind of always the kid off in the corner playing by herself, you know? So, right. so yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, do you stay in close contact with all of them or do you have some that kind of go off and do their own thing? Or are you the one that goes off and does your own thing and like, hey, don't call me. Don't bother me today. <laughs> yeah, no, we we have a, a family group text message group that we all engage in you know, mm-hmm. quite often. We go on family trips every year. Um, uh, I have siblings that are in Texas and um another city in, a, in another city. She just recently got engaged. So, you know, but we definitely stay in touch. My mother mm-hmm. and my father, they always reach out, check up on me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really close knit family dynamic. Um, not as close as we could be, mm-hmm. but I think closer than most families, especially in the black community, you know, it, you know, as right. our families always, sometimes have turmoil and once we Mm -hmm. get out as adults we get out like we we get out but my family compared to a lot of families that i know anyway is is pretty close got you got you so you're here in atlanta Mm -hmm. do you have any other relatives here in atlanta i don't okay i don't I came here as a leap of faith <laughs> to pursue, you know, the 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 dreams that I had in mm-hmm. the hair and entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was that I was that kid. None of my other siblings or family members kind of desired the kind of life that I envisioned and saw for myself very early on. Mm-hmm. And um, once things kind of got crazy in my hometown for me. I knew my I knew my spirit and my life was really trying to push me out. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if I and I, I realized to a certain point, like if I didn't go, I was going to end up in a lot of trouble. Gotcha. So I left. I left, and it was the best mm-hmm. decision I could have ever ever made. Absolutely. And the hometown you're from the Midwest. Yes, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've I've heard some things. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, how long have you been in Atlanta? I have been here in the South for seven years. In March, it made seven years. Okay. And how, how's it been? You like it? Or I know yeah. you said it's the best decision, but. Yeah, it's, it, it's had its challenges, mm-hmm. but the ATL has been very good to me. God has really like sent me here for a reason and a purpose. And it shows because, you know, I know a lot of people that come here and they end up going back to wherever mm-hmm. they came. Because it, it gets tough. It gets tough, but you have to have a really solid foundation of faith mm-hmm. and 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 a, and a clear vision and, and bigger picture and purpose like that that keeps you in it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah I've definitely been able to prosper and remain blessed in my journey down here, and I'm very grateful. 
And you're very smart in having other things to do. Like a lot of people do come here and they have tunnel vision Mm -hmm. and they're only focused on one thing, which is the entertainment aspect. But like you said, it can be up and down. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you got some other stuff going on. So let's talk about this music. How long have you been doing music, Miss Kelsey Uh Nicole? started to sing and perform when I was like seven years old okay um I would do pageants as a teenager and my talent of course during the talent presentations would always be singing Mm -hmm. so I always had a thing I always as a really little kid Mm -hmm. you know I always picked up on lyrics fast I knew it every word to every song I'd have to hear it but once or twice you know I always just had a thing for music and performing Performed for the first time when I was seven, you know, did pageants as a teenager and I would always, you know, do singing as my talent. And uh, I had a tragedy happen in my family that really drove me to really start to pursue it on a much more serious Mm -hmm. level. And for the past like 10 years, I've been, you know, pursuing the dream of being an artist and entertainer of the masses. Mm -hmm. Um, For the past couple of years, I've kind of taking a step back a little bit to kind of get myself together, Mm -hmm. you know, find myself even further personally Mm -hmm. um, and just get a a more solid foundation for my own personal life because coming down here and jumping right into the music Mm -hmm. and and getting the crazy big opportunities that I did get by the grace of God, um, things went really fast, very, very fast. And and uh, getting caught in that whirlwind, mm-hmm. and then when the wind starts to subside a little bit, oh yeah, you start <laughs> to realize how much you kind of don't have. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Yes. And that's that's where I got to a couple years ago, and I decided to really kind of inch my way out a bit so that I could um, find my way back. Gotcha. Well, don't inch out too for too long now because I have <laughs> some of your music and right. it's love you up single. Thank you. I'm digging that. I'm Thank digging you. that. Anytime I hear that, um, cause there's a sample in it, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime mm-hmm. I hear that, I know I'm about to hear something dope. So when it came <laughs> on, I was like, Oh, no shit. No shit. Um, so, so talk about how that single came about. Um, I was going in for a session in the studio one day and the producer that I was consistently working with at that time, mm-hmm. he was working on it. He was just working on the track uh-huh. and the, the, the skeleton of the track mm-hmm. kind of ha- rang that, that, um, the memory of that song to my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew as he was creating it, that I was going to implement that piece in there in some way shape or form so that 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 was the start of it hearing the beginning of the track being made and Mm that you know memory of that song and that piece of that song ringing in my head and that was the beginning of it and as he you know once he finished the track I kind of just vibed to it and Mm -hmm. I ended up you know using that that piece for the front of each verse and Mm kind of just going up trying to trying to stay within the realm of the content of that record in particular too you know and um and even after writing the record and recording it you know we came up with this dope concept for a Mm -hmm. visual which I still have plans to do but creating a visual that doesn't make it about like 
loving a significant other, but using the content of the the lyrics and the song to gear it toward learning to love yourself. Right. So gotcha. I'm gonna love you up, even if it takes all night, I'm gonna love you up for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Like who do you have all of your life? You know what I'm saying? Like people come and go, but for the rest of my life, I gotta love me. I gotta love, you know what I'm saying? So I like that. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, we really wanted to take, want to, and we probably, we more than likely still will take the visual into that perspective to make it um, not so much about your typical love, you know, between a, a man and woman or a man and right. man or woman, whatever you will, but mm-hmm. to make it geared toward inspiring love, you know, love for self. So. Gotcha, gotcha. So when I know you said you still have plans to put that, you know, do that visual, but has uh, the pandemic kind of slowed things down for you a little bit? Absolutely. Um, okay. The pandemic um, made me focus even more on making sure my foundation wasn't shaken, mm-hmm. because. I see that that is that has been the case for a lot of people and especially in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. You know, those who people have lost lots of opportunities, lots of money mm-hmm. due to closures and man closure mandates and cancellations of different things and mm-hmm. for me as an entrepreneur, you know, I took it upon myself to really like clock out of anything on the entertainment side and really dive into making sure that I am still able to stay afloat in any way, shape and form as an entrepreneur for myself so that I don't lose what I've worked hard for and, you know, to keep, um, to keep a stable foundation for my, for my kid as well. So yeah, I think 2020 and, you know, the pandemic has definitely, um, put a halt to um my 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 energy and my thought process or any type of execution within the um entertainment industry realm and i think it was you know it was it was necessary yeah everything happens for a reason and it it gives you time to kind of take the time to really plan ahead Mm -hmm. you know for when it is time to oh you have your ducks in order you can just boom 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 execute Mm-hmm. and get it how it needs to get it out how it needs to be gotten out you know so gotcha gotcha you know who you remind me of just sitting here talking to you i get like sierra vibes. oh my god i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> yeah. everybody gonna, says that i was gonna ask you I was, I was gonna say i know you've heard this before but have you yes. heard that? yeah but, but your inspirations are i was reading were madonna grace jones and janet jackson so i definitely I can definitely see how, how, how that is. Um, tell us about some of your other influences. Um, Stevie Wonder. Oh, All time okay. favorite. Goat. One of the, like the greatest R&B artists, king right. of R&B, hands mm-hmm. down. I grew up listening to Stevie Wonder um, through mm-hmm. my dad. He would always every year play his Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. I loved the feel of it. I loved the, the stories that he told and to be a blind man mm-hmm. and be able to create this music and content that you met. Ne- like, I just always thought he was just a magical human being. Right. And, um, I've always loved this voice, the way he sings, the way he writes, the way his records and the way they, um, 
transition and the in the bridges and just everything about Stevie Wonder is everything to me. And um, he's my favorite. I absolutely love Brandy as well. Uh-huh. Vocal beast, vocal bible. Uh-huh. Um, big fan of Christina Aguilera when I was you know a teenager and Beyonce of course. She's mm-hmm. the queen of everything. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very diverse taste. Yeah. Very diverse taste. So you said Brandy. So who do you feel won the versus battle between Brandy and Monica? Of course, I feel like B took the cake. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, I it, it really was eye opening for me because I was I was always a Brandy fan, and so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't. It was it was good to remember, like, dang, Monica did have that one. Monica uh-huh. did have that one. Like, she was bringing it. She was yeah. bringing it. So I, it was it was close. It was really mm-hmm. close because, yeah, they they had they both had some some hits, some amazing yeah. music. They both did. Yeah, I um I went in like, oh yeah, Monica got it, but then Brandy mm-hmm. reminded me <laughs> that mm-hmm. that woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Let me put some respect on Brandy's name. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so how do you feel about um, women in the industry? Like, I'm thinking about, like, the whole Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B's WAP song. And I heard so many people say, oh, they're setting bad examples for the younger generation of women coming up. Um, what is your take on that? My take on it is as far as setting bad examples, what is that? You know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. what is that? You know, especially in the music industry. This has been the the imagery of women in music since forever. You know, like the the overly, you know, sexy, raunchy, like since the beginning of females joining hip hop, that's Mm -hmm. been that's been, you know, the key to their success unfortunately mm-hmm. right um so that's i mean that aspect of it is nothing new if you ask me i think that for me i i, I heard kaya having a mm-hmm. conversation about it and i i could agree with what she was saying and it's that um it's discouraging for artists like me because i'm i know that i'm a i'm a good looking woman mm-hmm. but who wants their music and content and career to be based off of being sexy all the time. Right. You know, I'm more than that. I'm more than this sex symbol. I'm more mm-hmm. than just about what's between my legs. Mm-hmm. I'm more than my wop. I'm I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I'm intelligent. I'm loving. And I don't, I, that's another thing, even being in the you know industry for the past 10 years, that's another thing that really gets discouraging for female mm-hmm. artists is right. that, why do I have to lower my standards or lower the content of the music and the message that I really want to create for success, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. longevity, for, you know, maximum exposure? Like why right. there's, and, and that, that can really be discouraging for a female artist, not just rap artists, but mm-hmm. R&B artists too. Right. And Absolutely. that's, I think that is an unfortunate reality that females in the music industry, you know, have to face. And it is, it is like a, you know, like, okay, sink or swim. Like, either you're mm-hmm. going to show that ass or you're going <laughs> to, you know, or you're going to fall to the wayside, you know? Yep. So, it's unfortunate, but oh, it, yeah. is, it is what it is. Oh, but if, um, oh, 
Oh, there you go. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, That goes to show you're a busy woman. (laughs) Um, But if anybody gets to know you, gets to know you, I mean, they can tell that you're pretty smart. I mean, like Mm -hmm. you you got the, um, you do hair and you're also into physical fitness too, physical training. So um, how did that come about? How'd you get into that? Being an artist. Oh, okay. As an artist, it is it is imperative to stay fit, to stay polished, to stay, you know, um, keep your endurance and stamina mm-hmm. up and, and physical fitness and working out consistently has everything to do with that. Gotcha. And so as an artist, I always thought it was I always knew it was important. I always implemented it into my daily routines and it, it became a stress reliever for me. It became um, a sense of. Um, a way for me to remain goal oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just became it very important to me to remain healthy, remain um, fit, remain polished and remain mm-hmm. ready, um, mm-hmm. if anything. And it became a passion for me, not just, you know, gotcha. something that I was doing just because I was an artist. It became something I needed to, I know I needed to do for mm-hmm. longevity in this life alone. And gotcha. so, um, I recently, you know, I always worked out, but at the beginning of the year, I had mm-hmm. a, um, I had a muscle injury because I worked with a, tra- a fitness trainer that was not a fitness trainer oh. that was not uh, knowledgeable enough to um, give me a program and a workout that would um, cater to me, my body type mm-hmm. um, and everything like that to make sure that I didn't experience an injury. And I experienced an injury and I ended up in the hospital for four days. Um, and, and I'm like, I, I, I'm still, I still have issues with my muscles and, Mm -hmm. um, and tightness after workouts, you know, way more than I've ever had before because Mm -hmm. of that, that specific, specific injury. And for me, I was like, you know, especially, you know, downtime quarantine and finding Mm -hmm. new ways to expand the brand. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to get my fitness. I'm going to get, I'm going to be a certified fitness trainer. I just don't want to put myself out here as this artist or celebrity who be working out. Right. I want to actually have the knowledge to help people help themselves. I want to actually have, you know, the skill and to be able to be an example mm-hmm. to especially our community. Right. That, you know, physical fitness is, there's a science to it. It goes mm-hmm. way deeper than just working out every day. It's so mm-hmm. much more than that. It can be very healing. It mm-hmm. can, it can save you from our, and our community from some of these underlying issues mm-hmm. that have killed us because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, it was more than just about fitness or staying cute or mm-hmm. finding a way to make money, you know, like by accumulating workout clients. It, it's just so much more than that for me. It's, it's just more so about helping people, especially and especially our community to elevate in their knowledge of self internally mm-hmm. and externally and to be able to, you know, just eliminate some of the crap that we are consistently um, doing to ourselves by the way that we eat and the way that we, mm-hmm. you know, lack in, um, in the drive and motivation and ability to get up and do the work on ourselves so that we can have the best life possible. Definitely health as well. I'm, I'm glad to see more of us starting to focus on our health. So Definitely. I love that. So I would be remiss to not ask you about this. Um, the Brianna Taylor case decision. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about 
learning that none of the officers would be charged in um, killing Breonna Taylor? It was very, I mean, disappointing, but not surprising. Mm-hmm. You know, so unfortunately disappointing, but not surprising. Um, for me, I am, as much as I would like to utilize my platform mm-hmm. to um, do some type of activism, you know, and to, um, speak my piece on these issues at hand. I, I don't have a popular opinion about any of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as, you know, the, the police brutality and the shooting for me, it's like, we have to stop depending on this government mm-hmm. on, on anybody to do right by us. We have mm-hmm. to stop asking them over and over again to do right, do the right thing because they've shown mm-hmm. us that they don't care. They've shown us that they're, they're not going to do right by us. So at this point, I'm like, I'm, 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 it's unfortunate and I hate that it is what it is, but it's just like, we have, we have to change the way that we, that we view these things. We have to start taking things into our own hands. Like we, there's too many black un- or black unarmed people being killed and it's because they're unarmed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to arm ourselves against who we know are the enemy. I don't care if it is like, I don't care if it is the police. We mm-hmm. have seen over and over and over and over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. that the, that there's a very high chance that an encounter with the police as a black person could end your life. So I understand that as a black community, a lot of people are put in really screwed up positions to where they can't even, you know, get guns legally. Mm-hmm. But a lot of our communities still have guns, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they get them or not. <laughs> and they're right. using them on each other and not mm-hmm. arming themselves so that they can be prepared to have to use them on somebody that could take their life. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't have a popular opinion about it. I'm, I'm not pro-violence, but I'm pro-protecting our community. I'm pro-protecting the black woman. I'm pro-protecting mm-hmm. the black man. And we need to arm ourselves. And we need to um, stop. I, think, I feel like stop letting, stop, stop letting them get away with it. Stop letting them get away with it. Give them a reason to second guess whether or not they should pull the trigger on a black person. That's, yeah. that's my take. And I hate that. You know, it has to come down to that. And, you know, Kim Jones said they're lucky that we're not looking for revenge and we just want equality, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. at some point, the community is going to get hopeless. The community is going to get fed up. And they already are. And there's a war going on outside. And mm. it is, it, it's, it is, it, it's time for it. Because there's, it's going to take something of that nature for them to understand that y'all not going to keep doing this to us. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going to keep doing this to us. We're not going to allow you to keep doing this to us. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if we got to go to war for y'all to get it, for y'all to get that y'all just not going to keep doing us like this, then let's go to war. Yeah, it's a crazy world out there. Do you feel um, that the Black woman is not as protected as she should be or as we should be? 
I feel that um, that has been a quote and a saying for far too long. Mm-hmm. Black women are rising in ways like no other. And if we not protected by the government, the police or our black men, then we need to rise up and protect ourselves. Mm. So we ain't got the excuse of, oh, MLK said we not protected. We not, we, that's our fault. Mm-hmm. That's our fault. If we going to keep abiding by that narrative, we have to get protected and we have to be willing to protect our own. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be protected by the government. Yeah. We want to be protected by our men. Yeah. We want to be protected by the police. But if we see over and over again that that's not the case, then we arm up and we protect ourselves. We go to trainings. We go to, you know, seminars. We do what's necessary for us to be able to protect ourselves. We got to rise up against the machine and stop waiting for other people to do th- to do it for us. Yeah, girl, we'll be here a whole nother hour <laughs> talking right. about this because that's definitely a conversation to have. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's an unfortunate and crazy climate we live in right now. So I, I can only pray for better days. But absolutely, like you said there is a war outside. Um, before I let you go, um, let us know about some of the stuff you have going on, some stuff you have in the works. Okay. Well, uh, coming up on October the 11th, mm-hmm. I am going to be doing a fitness class called Hip Hop and Heels Fitness. Um, it's for everybody. Heels are not necessarily necessary. Um, mm-hmm. And dance skills aren't either. It's a fun fitness experience that I'm offering along with Above the Heart and Mr. August Snow, who is my hairstylist. We are coming together to bring this event to the Atlanta community to bring uh, women, you know, men, whoever wants to come for some hip hop and heels, fitness fun to enjoy in a, a couple hours of music dancing and fellowshipping and fitness um that is october 11th from five to seven okay. it's gonna be an awesome experience we have a weight trip as a vendor who will be selling some of her fitness products she has waist trainers and uh resistance bands and all kinds of great fitness um fitness items for people mm-hmm. um and it's gonna be a great experience it is one of my first um events as a fitness trainer i'm really excited about it okay. and we do we plan to do it um to do it often hopefully once okay. a month so so yes um that will be coming up hip hop hip hop and heels fitness class on okay. october the 11th um i also i have some things coming up but okay. i want y'all to Hit me up on social media, my platforms, and stay tuned. And all the stuff will be coming out. I'll be posting about it here recently. There's a holiday party that I recently got a call about um, that's in the works to be performing at. And it was my first time performing in a while. Um, So I'm really excited about getting back on stage and, you know, getting to the point of preparation for that because the preparation is always the fun part. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So... So yes, um, as things, as the year has, you know, comes to an end and people start, have started to realize that we can, we can work in what we, what we need to and, 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 and not, not be so closed off from continuing to live our lives because there's a pandemic going on, you know, different opportunities are starting to open back up Mm -hmm. and, um, that excites me that excites me so yeah you know as 2021 approaches and as 2021 you know um 
opens up and starts, there's going to be a lot more opportunities as an artist, as, as a trainer, and even as a stylist. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's to come. But coming up next, next month is a hip-hop and heels fitness class. So make sure y'all hit me up. Um, DM me or go to Eventbrite, mm-hmm. Hip Hop and Heels, and register RSVP because slots are limited. We got a social distance or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you said hit you up, DM you social media, drop that social media for us. Yes, you guys can hit me up on IG at Kelsey Nicole. That's K E L S E Y N Y K O L E underscore. Also, um, Snapchat, Facebook, Kelsey Nicole. Um, Twitter, Kelsey Nicole, and overall things, KelseyNicole.com, www.KelseyNicole.com. Yep. Can you for updates on what is coming up and what is going on. You can listen to the music. You can see some really nice, cute, sexy, classy photos mm-hmm. and all things Kelsey Nicole at KelseyNicole.com. Yes, yes. Well, Miss Kelsey Nicole, we definitely appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to chat it up with us and let us know what you got going on. So we appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And and like big ups to um to Made Famous TV. Like you guys have supported me like for years. Like you're uh-huh. and I don't have to ask. Like you'll see something, you'll think it's dope and you post it and tag me and I, I think that's that's so that's so amazing. Cause you oh, yeah. You've consistently done it and I've mm-hmm. seen the support and that's why I was like, I'm sleepy, but I'm here. Like I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not missing the opportunity to give my energy back to this platform. Oh, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. No problem.